Hello, and welcome to the Elsa Kurt Show. That's right, I'm Elsa Kurt. It would be weird if I was somebody else on the Elsa Kurt Show. Today's guest is pretty incredible. I feel very blessed and fortunate to have him on. He's been on Hannity, he's been on Newsmax, Laura Ingram, and for some reason, he agreed to come and hang out with me today. I'm very excited to bring to you Vince Everett Ellison right after this. Well, hello there, sir. Thank you so much for coming on the show. How are you today? I am great and I'm blessed. Thank you for having me. I'm really, 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 really privileged to be with you. Thank you. Oh, you're wonderful. So uh, you have so you have two books out. You have, and, and I want to talk all about them. I want to kind of go into the background and all of that good stuff, but I, I just want to write up front and say the two books. Your new release is 25 Lies, um, and it looks really, really incredible. It's exposing Democrats' most dangerous, seductive, damnable, destructive lies and how to refute them. And uh, one of the sure. things that I love so much about this is the how to refute them, because most of us average people get really tongue tied, even though we know the facts and we know the truth when, when they're, and they're so aggressive, uh, these extreme liberals. So, uh, having the facts to, to refute the crazy things that they say is amazing. So thank you for writing that book. Look, it is, it is my pleasure. I mean, I, um, like you, I watched the president of the United States of America, Joe Biden, stand in front of the tomb of Martin Luther King Jr. and Call people like you and me and most of the people in your audience, it called us racist mm -hmm. because we don't agree with him using the law to steal elections. He said earlier in his campaign that black people that didn't vote for him weren't black. Mm -hmm. And the amazing thing about all of these things is that they were all lies. And, right. you know, I want to ask your audience a question. Are they, are they just tired of being called homophobic? Aren't they tired of being called intolerant? Aren't, aren't, aren't they tired of all the names racist, you know, that these people call them just because they want to ra raise their children the way they want to raise them? Or they want to keep some of their own money in their pocket because they want to practice their religion and defend themselves. This is why I wrote 25 Lies. 25 Lies is a weapon that they can use to defend themselves against these people on the left who are brutal and they are mean and they are not taking prisoners any longer. They are coming to take us out. We no longer have policy disagreements with these people. These people are coming to do damage and we have to be able to arm ourselves and do damage back. Yeah, absolutely. And you made some really, really, really great points in there. And, uh, you know, I was a little blown away by it because it, it was so, well, first of all, it's so straightforward and, and it's so accurate, all of the things and their, their attack on religion, on God, on faith is um, that line of attack. It is like diabolically brilliant uh, because when you take that away from people or you try to take that away from people, uh, you're taking away the, their core existence. And it, it's terrifying how smart they are to have done that. You know, they go after uh, the these things in such a way that 
the average person who's just trying to live their life doesn't even realize it until it's too late. And then everybody's sitting around going, what the hell just happened here? And of course, here we are. And, and you spell it out so perfectly what they're doing. Well, Abraham Lincoln saw it in 1838 when he said that a house divided against itself cannot stand. He said, I don't I, I, I do not believe this country can exist half slave or half free. It will become all of one or all the other. He knew the Democratic Party had an intention to enslave all of America. Even back then, mm -hmm. they had an elite group of white people who enslaved not only black people, but they also enslaved poor white people. They had these poor mm -hmm. white boys dying on the battlefield during the Civil War. It wasn't the plantation mm -hmm. owners. This is why Jefferson Davis had no problem letting them die for the last two years of the Civil War. After Gettysburg, he should have stopped it. But instead, mm -hmm. hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands of more young men died because they did not care, because they were the elites and these poor whites were at the bottom. It's the same thing now. They've always right. been a party of, of atheism, lies, socialism. They've never cared about the American people. And in my book, I prove it. I prove that the Democrat Party has been the most evil organization in the history of the world since its inception in 1800. My book has been fact-checked. It's distributed by Simon & Schuster. It is irrefutable. All my facts are facts. I mean, they drove me crazy with the fact-checking because I made so many, so many historically, historically insane comments. They said, oh, this can't be true. And now they see that they are. And sure enough, they were all true. Yeah, I, you know, and what's, what's the famous saying? If you don't know your history, then you're damned to repeat it. So the more people that learn this history, the true history, the truth, and, and not their their version of it. You know, I like how they, they love their little isms. You know, they say things like, you know, my truth, and I have to speak mm -hmm. my truth. You know, all the crazy things that they say. And, you know, truth is simply truth. Truth is based in facts, not feelings. And, and I'm so glad that you just tear it all down for them. Why do you think so many people have fallen for the lives? And it's it's blacks, it's whites, it's 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 so many people have bought into this like a like a sickness. This is their own religion of sorts, uh this politic ideology that they've come up with. Why do you think so many people have fallen for it? Well, it is part of human nature to mm -hmm. want to believe that everything is going to be okay. That's why we Christians believe in, in, in God. We believe in Jesus Christ because he said, I'll make everything okay. I'll take care of your problems. I'll take care of your needs. Mm -hmm. Government understands that if they can remove him out, then we'll look elsewhere. And they are looking for somebody, somebody that's going to say, you don't have to worry about anything. You don't have to worry about eating, sleeping. You don't have to uh, where you're going to live. We got that. Right. We turn to God for it. The government says, no, 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 forget him. Turn to us. And you and I know that it's a lie. Government will not take care of you. Government will make you a slave. Government does not love you. Government represses you. But it is this want that we have to mm -hmm. be taken care of, that, that security that we need. And of course, the, the communists took full advantage of that. And that's where the whole concept of communism came from. The fact that we right. will take care of you. You don't have to worry about anything. Don't worry about thinking about tomorrow. We got you. And it's all a lie. Mm -hmm. That's a seductive lie. It is all a lie. Yeah, I agree. And they've, you know, the one thing that they've been all along, uh, more so than the Republicans is and conservatives is um, they are fabulous wordsmiths. They they love uh, changing 
the meaning of words to suit them. You know, uh, just for example, you know, equity became their big talking mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Equity versus yeah. equality yeah. and equity is so much better. And and in theory and in, in actual concept, sure, equity does make sense. You want to give people the advantage who are disadvantaged for whatever reason. You want to give them opportunity. Uh, that, you know, that's the core of, of equity for real, but their version is, you know, is this whole socialist communist view where, well, we're not going to elevate this person to give them, put them on the same playing field. We're going to take everybody else down to that mm-hmm. lower point so that everybody, sure, you're all equal, but you're all equal down here, not up here. And, you know, and that's where the deception comes in, I think. Well, that's why affirmative action and quotas never helped the black community. You mm-hmm. know, uh, you you allowed your oppressor, who you said was racist, to decide what black people were going to be put in positions of power to help you. Mm-hmm. So who do you think they chose? Do you think they chose Step and Fetch it? Or do you think they chose mm-hmm. Malcolm X, right? right? They chose the people that would sell you out. And that's why we never, ever received anything good from affirmative action. Because like, as you said, we live in a competitive society where the cream rises to the top. See, this mm-hmm. language came about in the civil rights movement. This is a story I have in my book where Martin Luther King Jr., and that's a chapter I have, a lie that the civil rights movement helped black people. There's this a story that where Martin Luther King Jr. was trying to integrate a hotel in 1961 down in Tallahassee, Florida. Florida. Um, mm-hmm. uh, 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 he was sitting in the doorway waiting, waiting to be arrested and said that when the police officers came to arrest him, they asked him what he wanted. He said, my dignity. Now, I hate that story because it implies that another man can give you your dignity. Right. My dignity came from God. It doesn't come from mankind. Now, when you compare that with Muhammad Ali, who said, you could take anything you want from me, but you can't take away my dignity. See, so when King said that, there were black people that said, oh, the white community controls my dignity. I must must beg them for my dignity. But But since you don't control it, you can't give it to me. So they never understand that their dignity is theirs, is theirs exercise. Mm-hmm. Dr. King said, 100 years after the Emancipation Proclamation, the Negro is still not free. That is a lie. I was born free. My freedom is mine. In his speech, give us the ballot. He says, give us, give us the ballot, give us the ballot. Mm-hmm. Well, we were given the right to vote in 1870. We had the right. We were just too afraid mm-hmm. to exercise. And the biggest problem, as I say in my book again, this problem is not racism. It's black male cowardice. The fact that we will not exercise the freedoms given us by God, that we will not stand and say, this is mine. You're not going to take it. I dare you to try it. When you do that, then you become a man because we both know this. Your husband knows this as an officer, and I'm pretty sure you were taught it as a child. Weakness invites aggression. Mm-hmm. You must show that you're willing to protect yourself and protect your freedom and protect your property and your family, even unto death. And if anybody tries to take it, they need to come loaded because they are going to be risking their life to do so. And uh, 99 times out of 100, they prefer to leave that fight alone. But if you mm-hmm. are weak, if they know that you will bow, dirty, low-down bullies will come out of the woodwork to beat the hell out of you just because mm-hmm. it's in their nature to do so. And they will beat you to death. It happened to yes, the Jews, and now they say what? Never again. They don't right. beat them anymore, do they? They got their That's guns. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, they might hate them, but they don't beat them anymore. And until right. black men start standing up as men, and they start exercising their freedom without permission, like now, mm-hmm. you see them still marching 
asking for the permission to vote. Asking. I tell people, I like to see them try to stop me from voting. Nobody's going to stop me when I come down there to vote. I'll show up with my gun if I need to, but I'm not going to ask the government to protect any right of mine. They're mine. I protect that's them. Right. And that's how free men think. Vince, you just became one of my favorite people on the planet, just so you know. <laughs> you you just, I, I love everything that you're saying, and I agree with you so, so much. And, you know, and it's, it's such a perfect example of the contrast between the two sides and, and mm. the belief systems and the ideas, you know, they... They live in a world of, and I'm not talking about the the elite. I'm not talking about the the liberal elite who you know are the puppet masters. I'm talking about the um, you know, for lack of a better word, the sheep um, mm. who just go along with whatever they say and believe, take it at face value, and they just are, are controlled by fear and they're controlled by these, you know, the language that is used, and you know, they're the ones that scare me the most, really. I'm the the um, the, the ringmasters don't scare me. The the leaders of this stuff, I'm not afraid of them. I'm afraid of the people that keep falling for this stuff um, because their faith is so blind and they they don't hear anything other than um, you know fear, really, the fear mongering that they get from mm -hmm. their their leaders. Um, it, it's a dangerous world we live in, I think, right now. And um, thank God for people like you who are standing up and saying, absolutely not. And you're arming people with the information that they, they need to combat this sickness is really what it is. It's an absolute sickness. Um, I, I see it every day when I, when I have these in, encounters with people who are extreme it's uh, it, it's mind blowing. You, you know, people who aren't living in our world that we see this and, and encounter it would not believe the things that these people say and do, I think. Um, so now I, I want to kind of change gears just slightly. Tell me about you. You wrote a previous book, uh, The Iron Triangle. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about that book? I know that that was your first one, right? Yes, The Iron Triangle was written. Um, it took me years to write it, five, six years, because mm -hmm. I hadn't developed my 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 philosophy yet. I left, I, I worked in a prison for five years. So me and your husband, we're brothers in arms, right? We're, you know, yes. police officer and a correctional officer, we're brothers. So Absolutely. he understands what I'm talking about. When, mm -hmm. when I was in the prison system, I saw all these young men locked up, especially black men. And I was wondering why. And so when I went to the black intelligentsia, they told me, oh, those dirty white Republicans, those dirty white conservatives. So I resigned my post and started working in the nonprofit arena. But what I saw something interesting. When I went down into the ghettos of America, I saw no white Republicans anywhere. All I saw was black Democrats. And they were these three entities, the black preacher, the black civic organizer, and the black politician. And they made up what I call the Iron Triangle. And they were conduits to the Democrat Party. And their job was to do one thing, make sure that black people voted 90% for the Democratic Party every election. And they got paid for it. So this book exposes them. It exposes how they're hypocrites, especially the black preacher, Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, Jeremiah Wright, mm -hmm. that crew. They are basically apostates of Satan. Jesus said they were coming. He said mm -hmm. that uh, false prophets are going to arise and they're going to do great works that uh, if possible, they would, they would fool the very elect. And his disciples said, Lord, how will we know them? He said, you will know them by their fruits. He didn't say by their works or by their words by their fruits, what they produce. 
And if you look in the black community, especially after the riots of 2020, you have to admit that the fruits are, rot are rotten. So if the fruits are rotten, the tree that the fruits came from are rotten. And the black intelligentsia in America is rotten to core. And this book mm -hmm. takes them the task because Jesus said, look at what they produce. Look at it. And it will tell you if they are false prophets or not. They're false. Mm -hmm. They are false. The majority of them, now there's some good ones out there. Believe me, there are a few. Sure. A few good ones. But the vast majority of them are the most vile individuals walking the face of this earth. If you can't look at Al Sharpton and say that there's something mm -hmm. wrong with him, that he's a poverty pimp, and the fact that they yeah, are helping these people with LGBTQ concepts that are completely contradictory to the words of God, that they are helping these people uh, uh, pull Christianity out of schools by helping them pass the Equality mm -hmm. Act that basically made Christianity discriminatory, that was going to force churches to have the LGBTQ bathrooms, that was going to allow uh, hospitals, Christian hospitals, to have these sex change operations and abortions, that were going to force mm -hmm. Christian uh, 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 grammar schools to uh, um, uh, hire people, uh, LGBTQ people that still to get the very concepts that their religion believed in, that's the Iron Triangle. They are undermining the very thing that they swore to uphold. Mm -hmm. And there's and there's a place waiting for them. Jesus said, Absolutely. About the little ones, he said that anyone that will cause these little ones to sin, it's better that a millstone be tied around their necks and they be thrown into the sea. Well, I hope these Democrats can swim. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You're, and you're absolutely correct. And when you get them one on one, th they own it. You know, as long as there's no cameras yeah. rolling, they'll own it. You know, yeah. my husband did tell yeah. me a story years ago. He worked in the inner city, worked in Hartford. And uh, he told me a story about working with uh, his one of his uh, uh, co-workers worked with a local activist and uh, they were actually making great strides. They were making things better and, and fixing things and making the community strong. And this particular activist told him flat out said, you got to stop. We don't, this isn't, mm. this isn't good for business. And, and that's really what it was. Uh, they did not, and they still do not, as you of course know, they don't want the problems fixed. They don't want people to be educated. They don't want them to rise. They don't want them to be successful because if they do any of those things, they won't need these these politicians and these activists and and all of these people. They won't need them. And so you're absolutely right. And and you you say it perfectly. And and the book sounds just amazing and so accurate. Um, that well, they the book was not, also. Um, the, the uh, book was given uh, a, a strategic, strategic, a very pre prestigious award. It was given, it was named one of the most important political books uh, of all time. It was number 61 mm -hmm. on one of the That's most fantastic. political books, most important political books ever written because it broke through all the morass and mm -hmm. explained to everyone what was going on in the black community. I take on these giants because Napoleon said, history is only lies agreed upon. So when you look deep, and you start dissecting history and start using logic and philosophy, you'll find the truth. And I found the truth in 25 Lies and an Iron Triangle. In 25 Lies, I dare anyone to buy it and try to refute whatever mm -hmm. I say. But I have a chapter that says the, the lie is that Democrats want to end segregation. No, they live through segregation. These majority black districts, these ghettos that they are, are in control of, the HBCUs where they launder money, 
they control these places, and it's not a black Democrat in America that wants to see a horde of white people moving into his ghetto district. No, they mm-hmm. live through segregation. The fact that they say the racism is a problem. No, it's not. It's black male cowardice. The fact that they tell us that the white conservative is your enemy. No, he's not. He's our best friend. The white liberal is our enemy. And he uses the media and he uses uh, uh, the, the, the public educational system to lie and tell black people that our enemies are actually our brothers and sisters in Christ. And they're not. And this is why this book is so important. I break down these lies. I expose them. And I want your viewers to get this book and use it as a weapon. Arm themselves with knowledge so that when these people come up to them and tell them these lies, they can go in their library, pull out the truth, and say, I want you to read this. Go to my website, VinceEEllison.com. Use it as a weapon because they're not after me and they're not after you. They're after our children. They're after our grandchildren. They're after our friends. And they want to put stumbling blocks in our way to keep us from helping them. This book helps us kick those stumbling blocks out of the way and go and save the people that we love. Absolutely. Tell everybody again where they can find everything. I want to make sure that gets repeated. Where can they find your book? Books, I should say. You can go to my, you can go to my website, VinceEllison.com. It's three E's in the middle. VinceEllison.com. You can just put in Vince Ellison and 25 Lies. It'll show up all over the internet. You can get it at Amazon.com. You can get it at BarnesandNoble.com. It'll be in the bookstores very, very soon. It's $15 for the for, for the for the for the paperback, and it's only $9 for the Kindle. Please support this, y'all. We have to fight back. And we have to also support, if I might say, black conservatives, especially black Christian conservatives, who have a target on their back. And if I was a liberal going out there telling people how dirty white people were in America and how afraid I was of white people in America and how I feel oppressed, money would be raining down on me. I'd be on CNN, MSNBC, and I'd be like Justice Smollett parading around America. Instead, I defend myself, I defend you, and I defend your audience by telling the truth. We can Mm -hmm. beat them, but we have to fight them and understand that they're coming to take us out. Let's be ready. Let's be armed. 25 lives will do it for you. Absolutely. Thank you so much, sir. I am so excited to read this book. I am going to be quoting you every five minutes to everyone who will listen and even the ones that won't. I'll just chase after. (laughs) But uh, yeah, no, the book really does sound amazing. It is my in my list. It is my next one to be read. I may have to skip ahead and and put the other one I'm reading aside and go right to that one because I'm so motivated right now. And uh, what what an incredibly empowering book you've written. Um, thank you so much for that because uh, it's exactly what we need right now. We need truth and we need facts. And and that truly is the only way you can combat any of this. And, and you have to be armed with all of that if if you want to win, if you want to win this. And uh, we, we need to win this for the country, for our for our children, uh, for our future, for, for everything. So I thank you, sir, so, so much for coming on the show and talking to me. Uh, I wish you the best of luck with this. So, so much luck with this because uh, it's amazing. Well, please invite me back. I, I, I love the interview. You are a great hostess and I'm, I, I can't wait to do it again. Awesome. I would love to have you back on. You heard that. I'm yelling at my producer now. You heard that, Juan. We got him. He said he'd come back. (laughs) Outstanding. Thank you again so, so much. Uh, Make sure everyone you go 
and get this book immediately. Like the second you click away from this, go get the book. All right, guys, there you have it. That was Vince Everett Ellison. He is just amazing. Um, if you aren't as motivated as I am right now to just go and charge forward with, with knowledge and information, um, then you must not have been listening to him. And so go watch it again. <laughs> uh, I thank you guys for being with me today and we'll see you in the next episode. Take care.